Brilliantly acrobatic save. Jack has caught a zero! Starting with an attacking player on the second half, just as the ball kicks off, DJ sticks running with the ball, DJ sticks past DJ Stones, power, DJ Stones run past Leonel Messi, runs past Cristiano Ronaldo, passes to Fernandino, Fernandino passes back to DJ Stones, DJ Stones takes a shot and he misses, but DJ sticks is there for the rebound and he hits it in and wow! That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is classic play and this is the VAR Show! Welcome everybody. Welcome to our deadline day show. Yeah. Even though deadline day happened last week, Thursday. Yes. But this is our deadline day show. Yes. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna go through the top, 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 top transfers. Yes. And some talks around them. But this is the V A R show. show. And you're listening to the one, the only, the exciting. A DJ Stones, and with me here was the Jaboni Beady, uh huh, Pahiri, uh huh, Chill Blazing, uh huh, Eyebrow Raising, uh huh. Every week on the VR show, DJ Sticks is here to you must know the <laughs> <laughs> DJ Stones with us. And we're about to give you an electrifying show. Yes. But before we do, let us listen to these electrifying tunes. Yeah.
We are back. Yeah, we are back. Yeah. Now let us begin. So it was transfer season, you know, the beginning of the season. Yes, yes. Transfer yes. window came up. Now I don't know where should we start. Should we go through like some of the top transfers? Yeah. And then we'll talk regular like transfer stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. So this transfers. is according to transfer market. These were the top deals that happened um this this window throughout this window. It's not based off of market value or the amount spent. Yeah. It's based off obviously of how good the transfer was. Yeah. Know? So the first one, number one, is Erling Haaland from Dortmund to Man City. Oof. Yeah. Now this was a deal that was secured like last season already. Yeah. Towards the end of last season, we already knew where he was going. Yep. Uh, what a signing! What a signing indeed! What a signing he's proving to be. Yep. <laughs> What more can you say? <laughs> it's it's quite crazy because the amount of teams, and I guess this kind of happens for a lot of big players, like even Neymar. I think Neymar was supposed to end up in like an Aston Villa or West Ham or something. Yeah. But they were like, nah, he's not Premier League quality. Mm-hmm. And it's the same. I read uh, I read a article today at Sean Dice. I think when he was with Swansea or or not Sean Dice, Roy Hudson. Oh yes. yes I think when yes. he, Roy Hudson, either when he was with Swansea or Crystal Palace, yeah. had the chance to either sign or loan. Um, Holland. Whoa. And he said, no, he's not physical enough for the Premier League. Whoa. Whoa. And it's crazy. You know? okay. United had multiple times where they could have signed Holland, you know? And all times they're like, no. Wow. And I, I feel like I'm going into United right now. And, you know, I guess that's one of the biggest problems with United. You know, people will say, you know, but the Glazers spend money, you know. We've, mm-hmm. we've spent money. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is we don't buy the right players. You know, we buy players for their names. Okay. And it's not... Holland would have been a flipping good signing, you know. Yeah. And you look at the case of Greenwood. We need a young striker who can take over. Oh, Alanga is doing, is doing okay and he could do better. Yeah, no. He could do be, he's gonna be around surrounded with a lot of big talent. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's like Greenwood was a natural born striker. Yeah. yeah. Holland is a natural born striker. And I think one thing that, that you'll see between um Greenwood and Holland is something that's inside the both of them and that's that that confidence. Because yes. even Greenwood there was people who were who were complaining that he that he doesn't like he doesn't pass and stuff like that. Which is bad. But I mean like you want a striker who's just like hungry for yeah, goals. I, don't think, I think in the beginning Lewandowski didn't pass. No. And the problem is, you know, <laughs> and this is where the problem also came out. We we played him wrong. He was a center striker. I don't know why you're making a center striker go play in the wing and then we get shocked when he doesn't pass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It's a striker. He's a striker. But anyway, we're not talking about him. Yeah, no. So the number two, and this is the one I'm excited for. Okay, okay, cool. The second, according to transfermarket.co.za, the second best transfer is Anthony going to Man United for 95 million. Oh! Now, okay, pros. Let's start with the pros. Well, right. Let's start with the cons because I always speak bad about United. At least let me end with something good. Okay, cons. The cons, we could have gotten him for 35. <laughs> That's the biggest con. We could have gotten him for flipping 35 million. Yes. But then we did what United does best and we made the other club angry. Mm. We waited. We put all our, our money in the De Jong basket and his price slowly went up. Yeah, and if it wasn't because of outside pressure, we wouldn't have had our transfer would have stopped at Casemiro. Yeah. And that for me is the biggest con. Yeah. 
Because now what could potentially happen is by the end of the season, we could, we could potentially have a 95 million, um, 95 million euro flop. And I, I hope not. I, he, he seems confident on for me. Mm. He seems like he's going to get the job done. You know, we're not going to have a Liverpool situation with Juan Nunes. <laughs> he's only 22, so we can give him time, you know. Yeah. Uh, we can give him time probably when he hits. And this is what I like about about um, the, 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 the top three, top four transfers, top five transfers. As you're going to go through them, you're going to realize their age. And what's nice about these transfers is that these are the next generation of footballers. No, they are. You know, these, these are the ones where, because what, it's a four-year deal with the potential of a, with the option to raise it to five years. You know, maybe like with Haaland. I don't think Haaland, he might, I might be wrong, but I don't think Haaland will break the, th- the 25 mark goals this season. I don't think he's going to stay as golden boots. I, I believe someone like... Um, your 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 salas are probably gonna win it when they switch on, mm-hmm. like a Bernardo Silva could win it. People who are like who've been in them, maybe even Mitrovic. You know, he seems like he's on scoring yeah, form he now. He scored, I think, in almost every Fulham game this season so far. He's crazy. He's been on scoring form, but with the lights of Anthony and Erling Haaland, when we hit 2024, two yeah. years from now. They could be tearing up the Premier League. They'll be tearing the league up. Even even Dwayne Nunes, he's only twenty three. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so what's your thoughts on this before I go to the next one? Ah, look, man, I've been watching him at Ajax, and I think this is a very good signing for United. It also adds a bit of a threat, like more of a threat on that right side. Yeah. On the left side, you have like a lot of players who can play there. Martial can play there. Rashford can play there. Sancho, Ronaldo, you know what I'm saying? So on the right side, you have someone who's left-footed, which is also different, who's going to just, he has speed, he has incredible dribbling skills. Yeah, he can pass, he can shoot. Yeah. So it's just a threat, like overall threat. Yeah. So it's good. And I think, again, like like I said, it will always be good for Alanga as well, because now he's around people like your Anthony's, Ronaldo's, Sancho's. And it, it makes the obviously the one thing I'm I'm, I'm upset with is that we never got a centre striker like a full on like a full oh. on centre striker, and now you know Ronaldo obviously with age and then you have Martial with injury, so they're gonna they, I see already they're trying to do it they're trying to convert Rashford into a centre forward, mm. and uh, not a huge fan of it under Solskjaer they tried, it didn't work too well, yeah, and then we ended up bringing in Egalo even. And which was also a dumb transfer, but anyway, <laughs> looking at this transfer. Number three is Wesley Fofana from Leicester to Chelsea for eighty for eighty million euros. I think I think this is a good one. Yeah. Um potentially it can flop, but I, I see it as a good signing. I he's still young. And you have people at Chelsea or someone like Thiago Silva who's been like one of the best centre-backs for a long time now. Yeah. You have Bali, who's one of the best centre-backs right now. Mm. Um, not in his best form, but yeah, when Bali switches on and, and adapts to the league, he's a very good player. So, Fofana, around those type of guys, is, is it's going to be really good for him. It's going to pay off. Mm. But he's a good signing for the future. Yeah. Uh, my little two cents on it, like you said, is young. But what, what's weird is Charles was just buying defenders. It's like, what are they going to play? Six, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> Is that their like formation for the season? Damn. Okay, number four, and this was one I was very, uh, very excited for. Chumameni 
going into Real Madrid for about 80 million, 22 years old. Yeah. This right here is the future of Real Madrid. Woo. People like him and the other one that they got, Kamavinga, Kamavinga they got last season. Yeah. Yeah, those are the, 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 the future of him. I think he's a brilliant signing, very composed young player. Um, and I see a lot of good ball coming out of him. Yeah. Look, I think it would have worked better for him if at least had like one season where he had someone like Casemiro uh, watching over him. But yeah, uh, since Casemiro's departure, I, I think he's the main CDM now. I think he shares it with Kamavinga. Okay, yeah, which is also good. So I think uh, hopefully he, you know, he mends that position now when he's still young. Yeah. And then develops in the role. Yep. I think it's, it's good that he'll get more playing time. Yeah, I think that's the big thing here. Mm-hmm. Then at uh, number five was Dwao Nunes going into Liverpool for 75 million euros. So about, I think it was 100 million pounds, something yeah, like yeah. that. <sighs> for me, uh, so far I'm not impressed. The red card. Not just the red card, overall performance, you know. Even like in the Merseyside derby. I, you ex- I expected a flipping deadly, deadly attacker. Yeah. You know, like I expected, I guess. And I get, I'm saying this because freaking, uh, we've said this before. Luis Diaz has set the standard. Mm. He came in January. He molded into the sides very well. Oh, and he went in. Goodness. You know, and obviously it doesn't make Dwayne Nunes' job easier that Salah's off form. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I think, like I compare him to the likes of Erling Haaland, who he was compared to when he got signed. Haaland is already at nine goals, ten, ten goals. Yeah. You know, and where's how many goals does Dwayne Nunes have? The one is one. Uh, yeah, and two the this whole day, the first against Fulham. <laughs> and I think it's two goals this whole season so far with oh, the Community yes. Shield as well. <laughs> yeah, and I think like I saw a tweet um, this morning. Was it this morning? No, I saw a tweet Sunday morning where it says like um, Dwayne Nunes is a a downloaded version of Lukaku, but the download stopped at forty six percent. Oh my goodness! Wait, <laughs> hold on a second, people. <laughs> uh, I think with him, let's let's give him more time. Obviously, like I, like I said, with a lot of the people in this list, I said what, what the top five, and he's at number five, right? Yeah. I said they, they're going to obviously need time, and then they're going to tear it up. And obviously with him, we should remember that that this isn't the best Liverpool side. We're losing someone like like Mane, which was a blow, you know? Like imagine if, if, if Haaland came into City and then De Bruyne wasn't there. Like yeah, well, you would still gonna have people like Bernardo Silva. Yeah, the but look at way, those assists, though. The same way he'll still have people like Thiago. He still has people like Salah. Even though Salah isn't playing too great, his yeah. passing game is still on point. But it did affect the team in some form. N- Nunes, I'm mean, not Nunes. Uh, Diaz, yeah. Diaz is still pushing. You know, my um, Firmino is still looking good. Uh, this Firmino season. is on fire. My biggest problem again with him is that, well, it's not a problem with him. He needs to adapt faster. Yeah, that, that's it's, that's all. No, that's, that's all we that's can a, say. That's that, that's the Premier League for you. Yep. Or else, it's either because if by next if by the end of this season, if he is not showing good numbers, they're going to buy another. They're going to have to buy another striker. Yeah. You know, they're going to have to buy another striker. Yeah, for sure. Number six is Casemiro going to Man United. I think this is one of the best signings this season because. 
Man United finally got a freaking defensive midfielder. It is so annoying, and this is not this is in any club that does this. I hate it. Where well, not I hate it. It's it's annoying to watch. Where you have two players playing a defensive midfielder's job. So we had <laughs> McFred, McTominay, and Fred becoming one player to play as a defensive midfielder, that and that just positions. that's two positions. Yeah, that just stops your gameplay. Does you know it stops your gameplay big time. Oh. Because what happens now is that where, yes, you're becoming a bit more defensive, but you lose your midfield because your midfield can't hold the ball. Yeah. And to add on to that, you know, they also can't play a passing game. So both Fred and McTominay's passes are not the best in the Ooh. world. I think, yeah, they're very interesting passes, you know, but they, then you give the ball to Ericsson, you give the ball to Casemiro. And then it just allows for smoother passes, you know, better play. Yeah. Even Martinez's passing is very on point. And what I'd, what I'd like to see is when we need to be more attacking, we can trust uh, Casemiro at the back and we can add more attacking-minded uh, midfielders, you know? Yeah. Which is sure. very, very good. I think for me, this was a brilliant signing, a brilliant, brilliant signing, because that DM role was one of, was one of the main roles that mm. wasn't working for, for Man United. Mm. And I like how they solved it by buying like one of the best DMs in the game. Yep. And literally, and literally Casemiro is a no-nonsense no player. Yep. He's a no-nonsense player. He stops guy. the play. One of, his ment, uh, one of his mantras, his sayings that he likes to say is that simply, I, I get the ball and I pass it to guys who can play. <laughs> yes. That's literally what he said. From, from Casemiro, I get the ball, and I pass it to guys who can play. Yes. And that's what Man United needs. They, they, that's what they need, need that. And that they guy. have guys who can play, you know? No, 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 no nonsense guy. Yep. Hopefully, when he gives the ball to Bruno, Bruno doesn't shoot. Yes, just Bruno pass the ball. <laughs> Bruno Fernandes, if you're hearing this, so if any of his friends are hearing this, can he stop shooting out the box unnecessarily? There are times when you shoot. And there are times we just look for the run, man. There yes. are people running. Yes, anyway, there are. Some at number are. seven, this is called the Newcastle's Kuna Aguero. Oof. Okay. And this is Alexandra Isak. Literally, this guy came in last week. And he scored. And he scored. <laughs> he scored two goals. One was disallowed. And he's a freaking baller. He's a, he's a finish. I'm so mad that United didn't go for him. He is crazy. He's the confident that he, you know, the, his first goal that he scored, not even a smile on his face. Like he just runs, hands in the air, cool. And I'm like, this guy, this guy came to score. He came to be a, he's going to be a problem. This, this he's guy, also only 22 years old. Which is Premier League crazy. in the next year and a half oh. will be freaking exciting. Literally, records are in danger. Yep, they're going to be broken. <laughs> With these guys. Because oh, once goodness. they get, like, a, I can imagine with him playing with the lights of uh, Maximum and, and Bruno, Bruno, I forgot his, his surname now. Ah, uh, Guimara or something. Yeah. The, the provision that's going to be coming to him oh, my will be crazy. If people like St. Maximum, who are actually not selfish, yes, he dribbles, but he'll, he'll, he'll rather pass than, than shoot. Which is and they got him for oh. about 70 more. His market value was 30. If United went for him, we could have gotten him for like 50 or 60. Yeah, he, he, he would have pushed for the transfer. Yep. Oh my goodness. Because also, I think Aguero came in when like he was also 22, 23. So, 
Yeah, records are gonna be in danger here, man. Yep. I can't see. wait to see. Oh my goodness. It's exciting, it's exciting. Number eight was Matthias Delict from Juventus to Bayern Munich. I'm, I don't feel Juventus, you know? Yeah. And I think them selling Matthias Delict was a bad idea. I think it was with uh, someone like Chiellini leaving, leaving last his last season, you know? This was but it's a, it's a great win for no, Bayern Munich, you know? Yeah, I also think the player also wanted the move. Yep. Maybe life in Italy is not as glamorous. Yep. Ah, good signing for Bayern. I don't think it would have made a big difference to the league performance. <laughs> but uh, maybe for UEFA, because you know now you have Upamakano and um, the left yeah, at the back definitely. with Alonso next to them. Yeah, I won't even talk about the attack. You know, we won't even get to the attack. No. We'll get to the attack very soon because he's at number ten. <laughs> but at number nine, we have Rain Sterling going to. Chelsea for 56 million. I think this might have been a mistake for City, eh? For City? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think don't it, know. I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant for, for for Chelsea. Reason why I think it's a mistake for City, your players could get injured, you know. Oh yes. Yeah, look. If Haaland gets injured, who plays center for you? No one. Gabriel Jesus is gone. Yeah. Sterling is gone. No, yeah. You have to now go and play that false nine with the brain again. Hopefully train folding up or something. Yeah, I think Sterling Sterling Yeah, Sterling should have stayed. But he wanted He wanted game time. Yeah, he wanted the move. And when he, when Haaland came in, I think he saw that no man. Mm. And this is not their number ten, but I'm gonna make him a shared number ten with Sadio Mane. So I'll call Sadio Mane first. So Sadio Mane going to buy Munich for thirty two million. I think this is an incredible signing for Bayern Munich. I think it's a very good signing. He is. He's, 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 he's. I think once the Bayern Munich forwards finally get in sync, it's going to be some dangerous football. Oh my goodness! Because Bayern already has that culture of of like everyone is scoring. Yep. That sort of they they enjoy assisting as well, which I think is it's um, something that Thomas Muller like put in. Especially with uh, that that kid uh, Musiala. Mm, Musiala, that guy, an assist and a goal. Like you won't, like you won't see the difference from like he's he's happy to assist and to score. Yep. So I think that's that culture at Bayern Munich is just scary. People like Sane who can, oh my goodness. And, and I think Mane, Mane, Mane is that guy as well. Yep. And. Because you even look at their squad, there's no like proper centre forward. No, there's like, no first team centre forward. It's just guys who are hungry for goals. You know, like Müller playing as a, is like a second striker. You have Coleman, <laughs> who's a right wing, Canabri right wings. Um, Sane, oh, Sane is a left wing. Mane is a left wing. Oh my goodness! Just guys who are hungry for goals. Man. Yep, it's crazy. And for me, my shared number ten has to be Gabriel Jesus. I think he should have been further up, though. I mean, further down or up? What down? Yeah, I think he, he should have been top five, man. He should be probably sharing with Ch- Chumamani there, you know. Eee. I think because it's a very brilliant move for his career. Oh, it's my a very goodness. brilliant move for Arsenal. Do I think Arsenal's gonna win the league? No. no. Do I think Arsenal's gonna be top four? Potentially. Potentially. Potentially, I can see them making top four. Chelsea and Liverpool are not having too great of a season. Chelsea, Chelsea. Uh, obviously, Liverpool at the end is going to find a way to slip in. Yeah. I think Man United could slip into top four. It's a, it's a tough season. And I tough think season. I think the season is tough not because 
the competition is harder. I think it's tough because the competition is gone. Like all the teams have gotten like a huge weak link, you know. And we're going into World Cup time, so a lot of players are not are trying to not get injured because they want to make it. Especially that teams that have a lot of World Cup playing sides. I mean, players in there. I feel like the closer we're going to get to December, the less hard they're going to play, so they can reserve themselves for the what you call it, the World Cup. That's why I think Man City has a has a cheat. Someone with Haaland, like Haaland who plays who's not playing, you know, but no, but at the end of the day, Belgium is there, and but De Bruyne wouldn't want to get injured, you yeah. know. Portugal's there, oh yeah. no, Portugal's not yet there, we don't know yet. Did they play their finals? I think they, Portugal uh, went through, but they were, they, were, they, were, they were third place in their qualifying, yeah. I remember, they were supposed to be the, 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 the world playoffs, C- yeah. But oh, no, playoffs. they did make it through, I think they did make it through. Okay, we'll just check our facts and just, yeah. Actually, I don't remember now, as uh, what World Cup, right. Yeah, um, but it would be quite crazy because you know our players don't want to; they don't want to get injured. You know, uh, Portugal. We, we I think they think Portugal did make it because I remember the teams coming out. Italy didn't make it. <laughs> yes, Italy didn't make it. They got and it was I remember yeah, Portugal did make it. I remember we were looking. We thought that the the playoff finals was gonna be you know Italy versus Portugal, <laughs> and then Italy gets knocked out. Oh, but yeah, goodness. so I think. That's what's gonna make also the season very hard. Cancelo's gone, Ruben Diaz is gone, Bernardo is gone. So like Ooh. teams are gonna not wanna T players are not gonna wanna get injured. You yeah. know? So as we get closer to after December, the it's gonna be like it's a different season. New league. It's gonna be like a whole new league. Yeah. Freaking hell. If teams don't watch out, this could be a season where a team like freaking West Ham, Newcastle, Newcastle. freaking Brighton, Brighton could win the league. Brighton. Because now you're coming back, we don't know what's going to happen this World Cup. Because most of the top of your of your top six sides are going to lose players. Your players are going to come back injured. Players tired. are going to come back tired. While their players are having an extra holiday, a yeah. holiday for them to go train. Hmm. They're probably going to play some sorts of pre-seasons and stuff like you know mid-season, pre-season games. You know, yeah, friendlies, friendlies, and they're going to come back match fit, Woo. not tired, but match fit. Yeah. You know, whereby you, your players are going to come back tired. So January transfer window, I, I see a lot of loan deals happening, you know, trying to strengthen up your squad. Because you also don't want to do permanent deals because then you have to deal with them again next season. Yeah. So it's going to be a different season come January. Still still have players like Aubameyang who are still going to come back. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy league. So my top four prediction for this season will be number one, Man City. Mm-hmm. Number two, Arsenal. Number three, Man United. And then number four, Liverpool. Uh, I'm going to put Man City on top. And then number two, I'll say, I'll say Liverpool. And number three, I'll put United. And then four, I'll put Arsenal. Then five Spurs and then six Chelsea. Yeah. I don't think I think like I look at Chelsea, it's my one worry with Arsenal. You know, I think if Arsenal does doesn't make it, Tottenham will make it. Yeah. Uh it's they they don't look still their depth still is not convincing. Yeah. They're gonna be playing Europa, they're gonna be playing the league. When the storms come. When the storms come, you know, let's yeah. see what happens. I don't think they have the grit. And Arsenal was looking great halfway through last season, you know. And then when it, when it came to the end, they just couldn't, yeah. you know, pull that final trigger. With United, the reason why they top three is because I, I feel like this is scary. 
the bad games, they're winning the bad games. You know, and that's where you want to be as a team. You know, team you look at Man City. You look at Man yeah. City. Their bad games, they're coming out with a draw. Yeah. Or they're winning by one goal. Yeah. That's a bad game. The horrible games are the games where they lose to smaller sides. Crystal Palace. <laughs> when they lose a game, you freaking see that it was a war to beat them. Yeah. It wasn't a walk-in. You look at that Newcastle game, Ooh. and it was war ah, for Newcastle. Watch. Premier League classic. You know? Yeah. And what I'm liking is with United now, what it's starting to slowly get there, where it's becoming a battle oh, to goodness. beat them. That's the scary thing. And as they get yeah. depth... You know, and also for Arsenal, it's becoming like that. But, you know, Arsenal, we haven't yet seen them play a top six side. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that for me is my issue. So once, you know, once they, they play with a team that hit top six last season, uh-huh. then we can talk. Yes. But that is it from us what here. Show. I enjoyed that show. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I know I did. Yep. But from me, the most electrifying... <laughs> The best presenter, oh, self-proclaimed. Oh my goodness! The one, the only DJ Stones. <laughs> and with me here was that's DJ Sticks. And one thing about DJ Sticks is I'm DJ Sticks, and I'm awesome. Just like this show. <laughs> We're signing out. Peace. Peace.
Stay updated and entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us. Like the posts, comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better.